surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your time. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Yo, yo. Yes. Welcome back. We are in the building in full effect. Is my mic on? Is my mic on? Mic is on. One, two, one, two. So shout out to the people who are on time. Yes. Even though we're not on time, really. I mean, 9.30. I mean, we Nine on... 9 o'clock, 9.30. I think this is... This is getting... We getting a little, you know... We getting a little out of pocket. We need to be consistent with the people. We, but since we came back, we've been consistently 9.30. True, true. So, so maybe yeah. the unofficial time for Urban X is 9.30. Yes. Right? Okay. Because every time we try to do 9 o'clock... Yeah, yeah. Today was my fault. Today something was, happens. Like, today was my fault. Today was Malcolm's fault, but it's okay. We're not going to point fingers. <laughs> Finger pointing gets us nowhere. Finger pointing gets us <laughs> nowhere. You heard? Peace to the Urban X family. Uh, when I say I love you, I truly mean it. We mean it. Definitely. We appreciate you guys taking your time out to be with us every Thursday. It's every dope. Thursday. we Consistently. Listen. Y'all are dope. Y'all are dope. Everybody in the chat, I already hear there's a chicken sandwich uh, uh, epidemic going on in the chat room. They want to talk about it. 
But how was your week? This is like a big week. Yes. Oh, yeah, my week was busy. It was very busy. Busy. It was a good busy, though. You know what I'm saying? Okay, explain what a good busy is. I mean, I feel like if you have like way too much time on your hands, that's always... You should be doing something. Something, yes. So, um, the fact that I did have a lot to do this week for something important, it, it was... I'm, I'm blessed. See, when you get 50 and over, that extra time, that's bonus time. You yeah. go, hey, ain't nothing yeah. happening. That, yeah. That's a good thing. But when you get your age, I understand yeah. that... It, you should be doing something. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I noticed, like, for instance, I turned 50, and anybody 50 out there, you might be able to relate to this. When I stand up now, sometimes I fart just... It's like I'm decompressing or something, <laughs> and I have no control over this. This is not... That's how I know I'm getting old. I can't hold the farts. It's, as soon as when I get up, it's like it's extra... Jeez. So if you fifty and over, you know what I mean when that when that happens. That I think that's the first sign of uh, things going bad. Going reverse. Going, going reverse. Going in the other going direction. the other way, yeah. man. Because that would be embarrassing. You know, you out at a club or something, or you having dinner, Jesus. and then you know, those things just kind of happen. But I've had a great week. Facts. Tomorrow, no Friday. Tomorrow, tomorrow is birthday. It's my oldest son's yeah. birthday. We're gonna clap that up right away. Nice. 33 years old, grown-ass man. He's 33, damn. Yeah, he do grown-ass man things, too. You know what I mean? Damn. So uh, whenever I see him, he's busy. He's either taking the kids somewhere or doing something with wifey or trying to get that real estate yeah. business off the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but Odyssey decides to call us because her birthday ain't until the 19th. So, yeah, she, so this is what she did. Yeah, this what yeah. She did. tell me what she did. So she calls me on FaceTime, and she goes, Malcolm, like, what are we doing for Marcus's birthday? I'm like, well, what you getting him for, for his birthday? I'm like, I ain't getting him nothing. Right, he's grown-ass yeah, man. I ain't getting him nothing. Oh, okay, because, you know, I was just wondering, but um, what you getting for my birthday? I'm like, uh-huh. this is why you called me. Uh-huh. I'm not stupid. Yes, yeah, and she did that to you. Marcus. Marcus and, and Eli, Eli. Yeah. all of her brothers. Yeah. She's putting a feeler out there because yeah. she's going to turn 18. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. you know, and that was very disrespectful. You don't disrespect Marcus's birthday yeah. to jump over and yeah. talk about your birthday. Yeah, sure no, did. that's not cool. Sure did. And then um, she turned 18. And then um, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting you. So she said, well, I got a prepared list and I'm going to send it to you. Like, like she got a registry for yeah. her birthday. Yeah, she's 18. Yeah. Speaking of 18, that's a good age. And I don't think you should be checking your daughter's coochie. Uh, uh, so let's just get right. <laughs> let's just get you are too right into it. Sounds. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's okay. not a good look. So Ti was on a podcast and he said that every year he goes with his uh, his teenage daughter to the gynecologist to check if her hymen is still intact. Yeah, and I I was disturbed by that. A lot yeah. of people were disturbed, but it was also a lot of people who weren't, which was I, I thought was the problem as well. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people, um, even like uh, on the Breakfast Club today, Charlamagne and Envy said that's just active parenting or like, you know, being a parent. No, that's retarded parenting. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, your hymen has really nothing to do with your virginity. Like you can lose, you can. I talked to some ladies and they said you could be riding a bike. Yeah. You can be uh, dancing. Dancing, playing a sport. Yeah. And, and, and rupture that. And so that's not the definitive. But what I want to say about this as a dad. Mm-hmm. Of a daughter who's about to turn 18. It's a very sensitive subject. So, I don't feel that that is the proper way to ensure that your daughter, you're protecting her virtue. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Because 
How many times have we seen these parents who are super duper strict with their daughters? You come right home, you know that, and they're guarding against the you know the vagina and the virtues. And as soon as she gets off to a college campus, eight guys bang her out, and she's pregnant in six months. It happens because she gets loose. She doesn't know how to. So I'm more of a dad who feel that there is an internal process that must take place with your daughter's confidence. There's an internal process that must take place with her seeing the way you treat her mother. Mm. So I'm not criticizing T.I.'s parenting, but his daughter has open eyes. And she reads the media and she's very media savvy. And she knows what's going on and all of these things that are taking place. And she has, she's not, so she's been listening to his lyrics. Her brother's a rapper now. That was my brother's on tour now. And I guarantee he don't check up on his brother to see what he's doing. Viva La Fame. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for the donation. And that's the point I was going to get at. You have put a vibration into the universe, T.I., with, with ne- negative lyrics about women and this and that. And now you're trying to shield yourself yeah. from the karmic re- you know, reactions to that to protect your daughter. Now, with that being said, I'm not criticizing his parenting because I don't know what kind of dad he is. Right, right. right, But I'm simply saying you could protect externally all you want. But if internally she's already bubbling or she uh, you know, has a different outlook on things it's really nothing you can do about it because you can't be with her every single moment of every single day and the just the reaction from the people uh, from his statements caused her she had to like um block her comments on instagram because people like dudes were wilding out absolutely like i'm ready to bust that yeah, this yeah. and that because of that kind of energy and i, I don't care if your wife your, your girl is in three-fourths of cloth because i've been to savior's day in chicago no disrespect and I could feel the energy coming out from under them goddamn garments of them hot-ass so-called Muslim women. Not all of them, but the ones who know, I knew. You know mm. what I mean? So that's a, an external mm. cover, and this has to begin internally. And it has to begin with great conversations with your daughter, and it has to be a realistic, uh, you know what I mean? And first of all, I think... I, I... Um, that's a, that's a violation. That's a HIPAA violation, and that's and that's a, a HIPAA violation. He can't be in the room, and once she reaches a certain age, they, they, the doctor's not supposed to disclose that information to him anyway. So I think, me personally, I think he just. I think first, I think he lied. I don't think, um, all the doctors lying. I think something is off with that. So I think even him making a statement is just bringing more attention. To the area, you're not trying to bring it. You wasn't trying to. You were trying Absolutely. to save in the first place. Absolutely. Now, every dad wants to protect his daughter's virtue and make sure. And I also made mention of a very good book. It's in your library, uh, "The Science of Love" by John Baines. I speak about this mm-hmm. book because it speaks. It speaks of hermetic principles and the terminology he uses. I have to get it, but he might have mentioned the hymen. It's a cup. That closes the very first sexual experience a woman has. It closes. So the very first person she encounters is with her forever. Right? So you want to make sure that there is a relationship, if possible, so that there's love 
in that cup and there's honor in that cup and there's respect in that cup. If she's doing something out of spite to spite her father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women do that. Right. Now she's drawing spite to her. Yeah. She's drawing revenge to her. And if that's inside the cup, that vibration is with her forever. So you got to be very careful because she came to this planet to explore and sexual exploration as much as dads hate it. Because we know some of the shit that we've done. You know what I mean? You know, along our path, and we don't want the same for our daughter, but I found out that my daughter is watching how I treat her mother. You know what I mean? And she's watching how I talk to her. And she's watching how I conduct myself. And I'm not proud of some of my early lyrics at 14 and 15. I I was just getting a little bit, so you know it was crazy. (laughs) But as I became an adult, I understood that my thoughts and the energy and the vibe I put out has consequences to it because this goes out into the universe. So I disagree personally with T.I.'s stance that I need to look into my daughter's vagina or get a vagina report like a fuck facts. That's just a... Now, some people's fuck facts, you go, listen... I need to fuck facts on you. <laughs> you only fuck five guys in your life? Uh, oh, you don't count those one night stands, right? The fuck facts. My, you have slept with 39 guys, but you only dated five. See, I want the fuck facts. Get the fuck facts on that. Yeah, it's just another example of people thinking T.I. is smarter than he is. Yeah, yeah, saying some stupid shit. Loyal, love y'all, fam. Appreciate you. I can't pronounce that name. Me neither. Uh, Mizra for show. Wow, Mizra for show. Okay, I like that. Appreciate your support. Really do. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's my stance on that. You don't have any children yet. No, I do not. So, when you get to that point, uh, you know what I mean? I'm trying to set an example for you as well that you keep an open relationship. Me and my daughter talk about sex. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't keep nothing off the table because that's not the way I was raised and I don't want to be one of them dads who, oh, I just don't want to deal with it. Mm. No, I want to deal with it head on because if mommy's not around, I want my daughter to come to me and be like, yo, dad, I, I got an issue. I got a problem. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my stance on it and I think T.I. is just trying to sound intelligent. He got a new podcast. Maybe he's, he's shooting for the ratings. That that could be it Because it's so one the, thing To protect your daughter It's another thing to He just brought more attention to her Absolutely But um, the, the, the people who Whose podcast it was They actually removed That piece of the audio Okay Okay Because I guess They didn't like All the attention Yeah you, you, you don't want That kind of heat You know what I mean yeah. As a violation You are tuned into The sounds Of Urban X Yo so I caught up on The Godfather of Harlem What you think I, it is super dope. It's super dope. It right? is super dope. Yeah, and I, it, it, it's interesting because you know how um, I think in the nineties, like early night, like nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, like hip hop had like a real affinity for like Italian mob life. Yes, yes, and, and the then, whole gangster. Yeah, and then um, it being a don, and then when you watch uh, the Godfather Home and you listen to the Italians and what they really thought of black people, oh, it is nasty. It is disgusting. Yeah. You moolies, yeah. you know what I mean? And we still found it within and us. I'm not going to let me, because Godfather is like one of my favorite movies. You know I understand too, yeah. because I, I like family and right. structure. And we always rooting for the bad guy. And they showed us a bad guy that was organized. Yeah, You're not just savages running around killing people. 
So, but the Malcolm X casting was great in this movie. Killer. Oh, he, they really Killer. nailed that. And I thought, I thought it was interesting to see the dynamic of uh, some of the decisions he had to make. Absolutely. Even associating with Bumpy Johnson, because like, I got to the episode where Elijah Muhammad got there, and then he was just like, yo, you, I'm hearing you associating with... And he had to tell him, I'm, he's the reason I came to you. Right. He's the reason who ran me out of Harlem, because yeah. he knew I wasn't built for that. I've been working on my, my Forrest Whitaker. Oh, uh, you about to mess this up. Uh, listen, uh, it's not no, good. No, no. Uh, we got we to gotta move the drugs. Uh, this is what it's going to be. I like you. I don't like you. I'm, I'm a woke. I'm, I take naps. I'm woke, but I take naps. Malcolm mm. came with the shirt, and it fits me perfect. No? No. Okay. okay just work on that a little bit. Okay, I'm working yeah, on it. Working yeah. on it a little bit more that's before you bring it on the show. Okay, I'm working on it. Working that's on it. That's all I ask. I'm working out new material yeah. for the stand-up, you know, whenever that will be. But with that being said, um, let's talk chicken. Thanks. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. So Monday, uh, you find you, you brought home some uh, of the Popeye's. I chicken bought sandwiches. home <laughs> some Popeye's. Woo! <laughs> I'm a savage nigga. Yeah, I'm a savage. And all first taste. Listen, it's good. It's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. I'm not gonna say it's not. Yeah. Will I wait in line for it? No. No. Absolutely. So not. you know what's crazy? Because Sunday I went to Popeye's at like one in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, I t- my mother told me she wanted one. And my uh, um, my step pops told me he wanted. Damn, one. your whole family. Yeah, savage. so I'm like, I right, bet, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go get one. So I get to Popeye's, and the line is like wrapping around the store, like inside, mm-hmm. right? So I call my mother back. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not waiting on this line. She's like, come on, just go in, just wait. So I walk to the end of the block. I say, you know what? Fine, I'll go back in the store. Yeah, I turn back around. The line is outside the store. Wow, that fast. That fast. I'm like, nah, it's slow. Like I. I tried another day. So Monday you brought it, and it was it was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fighting nobody over it. Would though. you smack your mama for it? No, dude. You know you would smack your mama. I think the Shake Shack. If it was it. one sandwich left, and you came and my with it, <laughs> I think the Shake Shack one is better. No, to be honest, guys, the Shake Shack sandwich is the best chicken sandwich it is. going. I don't give exactly. a buttock with nobody say. But but some people got a guy got killed. Somebody got stabbed because now, he skipped the line. He, so now people are because I saw people trying to make the argument that it wasn't the sandwich; it was the principal or the principalities of him skipping. Well, it, it's a little bit of both. But here's my thing: if you get stabbed, and now you stumble into the parking lot, not to make fun of the situation, and have it, your life flashes in front of you, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden, the pearly gates open, and your ancestors is there because you know you want them to welcome you in. Come on home, baby. And then they doing like this. Ah, shit. <laughs> a chicken sandwich. And here you are floating in the heaven. And then when you get there, you got to go to the office. You don't just go to heaven. Right. You got to go to the office. Right. And they be like, Put okay. your file up. Put your file up. Yeah. Okay, you uh, you helped the old lady across the street yeah. a couple of times. That was good. You graduated high yeah. school. <laughs> nice. You cheated on your taxes. <laughs> but everybody did. And you are here... For Popeyes, yeah, sandwiches, sandwiches. <laughs> that's that's some crazy shit. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. So you you ain't coming because you was fighting on the front line. Yeah. You coming for sandwiches? Yeah, that's bad. Now, with that being said, I've been working on this skit 
Okay. So I want you to pay attention. All this right. is this is the First next. Shout out to HCS Group. Thank you for the donation. Appreciate the donation. Right. Here's my skit. He's over one right now, folks. After another positive uh, podcast on Urban X, mm-hmm. Malcolm decides to head to the nearest Popeye's Chicken okay. to see what all the hoopla is about. As he gets to the front of the line, he can't decide if he wants regular or spicy. Regular or spicy. Regular or spicy. And coming from behind him, he is, come on, man, it's just a fucking chicken sandwich. Shit ain't rocket science, son. Hurry the fuck up with that shit, son. Malcolm should have continued to pay for his order and stepped to the side. But Malcolm decided to keep it real. So Malcolm turns away, your fucking son, you don't know me, son. Y'all don't play that shit, son. What Malcolm didn't realize, he was arguing with a dude named Raheem, who just was released from a maximum prison for killing somebody over a chicken sandwich. 30 minutes later, Malcolm is all stabbed up inside of an ambulance, and he didn't even get his chicken sandwich when keeping it real goes wrong. Thank you. Jesus. I was working on that all day. Yeah, yeah. Yo, but you know you know what the sad thing is about the, the guy that got stabbed? Because I know, I know for a fact People stood on that line and said, damn, somebody called the police and stayed on that line. stayed on that line. That line probably cleared out for a few people because, you know, you don't want to be an eyewitness if you got a case already. You'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Leave the fuck up out of here. But then the line moved up and you you got a moral decision to make. (laughs) Like, damn, dude is dying. The crispy chicken sandwich. Like, you know what? I'm going to have to double down and get this sandwich, man. I waited for an hour anyway. I waited. Yeah. You know, and the boondocks is on it. Yo, that episode came out in 2010. That you know that episode was on it, and you remember the um, you remember um, what was that movie with Eddie Griffin, uh, Undercover Brother, Undercover Brother, yeah, uh, General's Fried Chicken. Yeah, they had all the um, like the poison and all the yes, had all black people acting crazy over the chicken. Absolutely. But here's the thing, in a nutshell, not to make fun of the situation, um, I thought once they uh couldn't keep up with the demand and the hoopla fell off. I thought that this rollout would just be a general rollout. We're acting more crazy than we was three months ago. Yeah, I saw people crashing their cars. People was crashing their cars to try to cut the line. I saw white people yeah. dumping. <laughs> yeah. So they, it ain't just a black thing. White people was in the parking lot getting it in. But it's not just black people, but um, based on the media and the videos you see, you would think it was only black people. Right, you would think it was only black people. And the New York Times people. actually had an article saying that, you know, Popeye's chicken struck a chord with African Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they're going to constantly run with that narrative. And we should uh, collectively... Um, and then, so, um, Popeye's also announced that they're not pulling the sandwich admit, you know, admit all, amidst all of the... All of the chaos. They're going to keep the sandwich going. The Jordan, the Jordan tactic. The Jordan tactic. Look, it's a hot sandwich, yeah. and this is what it is. But Malcolm, I'm surprised that you had that sandwich. Shame on you. Listen, I am. What'd you say? I'm having a human experience. Absolutely. I had to try it. Now, 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 you're not gonna die if you have the chicken sandwich, brothers and sisters. So please stop with the bullshit. You, nothing is gonna happen. Nothing happened to me. I'm still here. And you have a chicken sandwich every day. I'm not gonna lie. It hit. I just hit me a little little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cause and effect. If you have a chicken sandwich every day, then there's going to be consequences. That's just cause and effect. 
But if you want to experience, because when I went, there was no line. If there was a line, I wasn't going to wait. Right. So I drove by. I said, oh, shit, it's empty. Let me go in and, and get. Mm. Eli refuses. Yeah. He refused to eat that he, sandwich. He's loyal to Chick-fil-A. Because he's loyal to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. yeah that's his. He name. said, what's beef? Yeah. He's like, nah, nah, I don't even need to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know the, uh, the conscious community will probably. Uh, Dump me very you know, soon. They're gonna take your, your membership card. Uh, you know, do it conscious community. We want to trade black dot in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ti. Ti. You know what I'm saying? We trading in black dot. Need a chicken sandwich. Yes, but here we go. What else we got? You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So we we've been on this. Uh, we've been talking about this Jeffrey Epstein stuff for a minute, right? Yes. When he got brought up on charges, when he committed suicide, quote unquote, and it seems like. Like three months later, um, is the story is coming back up because they caught a CBS analyst. I forgot her name. A CBS commentator. I forgot her name. Like, ABC. Oh, she. she I think she it was is. CBS. Okay, I know she. ABC is the ABC. one who held the story. So yes. ABC. It was ABC. Yes. Then. Yes. It was ABC. And they caught her basically with a hot mic, uh, basically saying that she had the story for three years and that um, the higher ups told her not to do anything to it, not to move forward with it. Uh, the Queen of England, the palace. They got involved because Prince involved. Andrews uh, was is a nasty was, fucker. Yeah, was implicated on a lot of <laughs> stuff. So um, now the hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself is like uh, back on. It's right. like seeing new life. And I don't think that's by, I think that's by design. It has to be. <clears throat> Somebody, you know, because remember. It didn't, it didn't make sense when it happened. Right. And then I always speak about there are factions of our government fighting each other. Gotcha. That yeah. doesn't trickle down to us so we don't get. The whole gist of it. So this side may leak something, and then that side may leak something because the coroner clearly came and said this was a strangulation. You know it what I mean? More consistent with a strangulation. More consistent. Yeah. Well, well, shit. More yeah, consistent yeah. with a strangulation <laughs> yeah. says basically yeah. I'm going all the way to the line without jumping over yeah. the line because my reputation and check might be yep. on the line. But it's more consistent. With a strangulation, and then now we get these reports that for three years they sat on this and they pushed out. Uh, what's the guy who was running for for uh, the judge, the Supreme Judge? You talking about um, the white guy, Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh, yeah, Kavanaugh. They, threw, they was throwing him out there. They was protecting Clinton. Oh, they was right, protecting right. Prince Clinton. Andrew. And this is when three years ago. So that was when um, Hillary was running for president. H- so Hillary, if, that would've, if that would've came up with her husband, exactly. And then they're saying that um, she was. They, they're basically saying like the ABC station wanted a relationship with the palace, wanted a relationship with the would-be president if she would've won. So Absolutely. they didn't want to like you know. So th- this goes to show you they you know they put out. What they want to put out. And don't be confused when we say we're in the age of information like everything is just readily available. They still control the narrative as much as possible because there's only three or four, you know, people who sitting at the very top who have the authority to make that kind of decision. Yeah. To say we're not going to run with this. We're going to run with the Me Too. Let's get R. Kelly. Let's get Bill Cosby. Mm. Let's get all that shit. Throw all that shit. Throw even Cuba Juden out there. Didn't he do the movie with radio? You never go full retard. <laughs> you never go full retard. He didn't go full retard. That was, he didn't go full He went full retard in that movie. In radio, he went full. Huh? Okay. He went full. Never go full retard. You know what I'm saying? So um, they, they kept doing you left hand, right hand stuff. And showing you people that they wanted to show you. So let's keep our eyes on this because this may re-emerge with even more details. Then what's going to happen then? Ooh, pay attention. 2020. 
right? 2020. What's going to happen then? 2020, we should be able to see some things clearer. 2020, let's see what pops off. Because um, I, I, I believe I heard somebody said they joked, they actually joked with Hillary Clinton that they get people killed. Oh, yeah. And she laughed. Like, it was like a joke. It was like a real... Oh, their body count is... Crazy. That's, that's, a, that's a hashtag too. Yeah, because because it's not that many coincidences yeah. in the world. That was you know what I mean? There's not that many coincidences in the world, so I ain't buying. Oh, somebody said Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he was so he was actually trending today too. Goldblum. Yeah, from um, Jurassic Park. Oh, what happened with him? So he basically was kind of defending. Um, what's this? The director who was with his like. Daughter was with his wife's daughter. Not Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yes. Okay. He was like he's def- a pervert. Yeah. He was like defending him, and you know I'm not sure he's in like guilty. No, no. He he was with that little girl Mia uh, early on. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Stuff. So um, you know people were mad at him. He was trending today as well. Hot Mike, no such thing. All by design. Yeah. She was. It, yes, I agree. Quote unquote Hot Mike. That's what yeah, they were saying. Elvis. But I think they put that out. Yes. And that's I what. Agree. And that's why that goes. That lends. Thank to your you point. for the support. Oh yeah, thank you for the donation. That lends to you to your point that people uh that there's a war happening above our heads. So somebody leaked that there. Somebody the leaked that on purpose, you know what I mean? Because these are factions going on and we just emotionally get involved and you know what I'm saying, and, and move our anger toward the person that we wanna blame, which is Trump, for everything that has happened wrong, and it's a much bigger picture that goes on, and it's important for us to be decoders and not emotionally involved. But, you know, look at what's going on and try to put all the pieces on the table and see what fit and what doesn't fit. Because it's crazy out here. Facts. Facts. So you want to go to a commercial break? Yeah, we'll go to a commercial break. All right, let's go to a commercial break and get this party started. We got some bills to pay, you guys. Got some bills to pay. So, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, join me in congratulating the newest author... The newest number one author, the newest best-selling author, Malcolm X. Did that damn thing. Did that damn thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you understand how proud I'm so happy. A brother is. Uh, It's a labor of love. It's an amazing, amazing uh, project. That you embarked on. I'm so proud of you as your dad. Uh, As your co-host. You did this damn thing. And I want to tell you. I'm halfway through. It's an amazing book. Thank you. And what I love most about the book. is not a black dot clone book. It is your path. Your journey. And I'm a super duper proud of you. And nobody could ever take this away from you. And of course, we had to name it Urban Excellence. We had to. That was. We had to. We. And been, you know what's crazy? I was um with the with the title. I didn't know what the title was gonna be for a long time, and then it was just kind of like staring in my face, staring in your face the whole yeah. time. And he took eleven amazing stories of individuals because we have this saying here: if Black Excellence is the destination, then Urban Excellence is the journey. Right? Facts. Urban excellence fills in all of them empty spaces, right? Yes. You know, you, you just see people, ta-da, like they're successful, and you don't hear about the struggles, the paths they take, the ups, the downs, the setbacks. So 11 amazing stories 
of unveiling extraordinary stories by, by everyday, everyday people. people. These are everyday people who have done amazing things and the way you crafted their story and championed their story was amazing. So yeah, we're gonna drop some box. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. So um for the people that don't know so we started this blog we started urban x in 2017 2017 so i had the goal of writing a book back in like 2014 mm-hmm. and um your advice was like start a blog first you know be able to uh, cultivate an audience get a, a little readership because you know what i mean a lot of people write books and only their friends buy them right only right their family buy them absolutely so i wanted you know and i wanted a, a tribe of readership so <clears throat> From that idea, I got you know internship, and then me and you started Urban X. Yes, the blog Urban X NYC the blog. Yes, and then from Urban X the blog spawned the YouTube channel. Yes, in 2017, and then from the YouTube channel that spawned the podcast that we do weekly. Absolutely, this is the 70th show, and if you th- and the thing I want to you know. Um, make clear that basically everything came from the idea that I wanted to do this. Yes. And it was a journey, man. Um, I'm happy. I'm very yes. excited. You can go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was a lot of hard work. A lot of uh, nights, you know, late nights, self-doubt. And, and, and I stayed away from you. I mm-hmm. didn't add no input. I didn't. I didn't know nothing about the book. I need. I mean, I knew he was writing, yeah. but I didn't add any input. He didn't let me read it in advance. I didn't want to do none of that because I wanted this to be what you wanted to do, yeah. and not something pressured by your dad and any of that kind of stuff. It has to come from within, and you have to feel it when you put words into the universe. You have to feel that they're going to help somebody right. you know what i mean and i think with all the social media hype and everybody so called living their best life that we miss out on those opportunities of everyday people who we are yeah and then so uh, um was what was also dope about writing this book it was super therapeutic for me mm. because as i'm you know entrepreneur now like i'm going through my journey and um, that sense of community of young people of other people that are just going through their own same things as well. Absolutely. So it feels like you're not alone. It feels like I'm not bugging. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not bugging when I feel this way. So, um, in writing these stories, and also it was extremely humbling with some of these stories as well. Um, one of my one of my friends, um, Dorian, who's also in, he was he's in this book. Um, he was adopted. He went through abuse. Um, his story brought tears to my eyes. You told me his story yeah. brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Just what he overcame, and you know, so very, very deep, very um, deep. I had Eli in the book. Eli made the book. Yeah, yeah, I had Eli in the book. Now, Eli's story didn't bring the tears because I live it every day. Yeah. I know his story yeah. inside and out. I'm not gonna lie, it it, it caught me off guard though. When you interviewed, when I him. interviewed him, yes. yes, I was just like, I was so taken aback by what he had to what say. He had to say. I was like, Whoa. what he has to deal then, with. So, and that was also the major theme um, with this book because <laughs> when it comes to um, urban excellence, um, I like to think that none of us have the same. I like to think none of us has the same experiences. In anything, you know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Um, Eli's my brother. Eli's my little Daniel brother. Daniel P, thank you. I uh, thank you for the donation. Eli's my little brother. Marcus is my older brother, who's also in the book. I've spent a lot of time with these dudes, but if you would listen to his story, Eli's story, my story, 
completely different completely stories. Completely different journeys. And Absolutely. that and completely different journeys. And that was the theme of and that's what I wanted to convey with these um um in this book. Um what else? What else? Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, you can pre-order now on Amazon.com. The yes. link is in the description below. Yeah, pre-order on Amazon. We need those pre-orders. This book doesn't come out until when? January 21st. <laughs> January 21st. These books you see here, these go out to... Uh, advanced. These are advanced copies. You know, influencers yes. and people that we have to get these copies to. Now, we need you to save the date of January 19th. 19th, yes. Because that's the Dr. King weekend. We are going to do the biggest book signing ever recorded. Facts. Facts. All right. And you're going to get a chance to come out, shake our hands, and we're going to be doing a live podcast. podcast. Yes. So people were asking. And remember, we, we kept hint, we've been hinting at a lot lately. You Absolutely. So I'm, it's so good we can finally let it out. So you want a book signing, you're going to be able to purchase some of the dope merchandise. We're going to do a live podcast. There could be surprise performances, people, guest stars showing up. We're going to do this big do January big. 19th. If you are in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Boston area, and you want to come down and celebrate with us, the whole family will be in the building January 19th. It's Dr. King's weekend, so people are usually... Y'all going to be off for work the next day. Y'all going to be off on Monday. You know what I'm saying? So come on through. Save the date. We will have more details yes. about the Coming soon. specific spot. And things of that nature. So let's bust a bottle of champagne. Or oh, let's do it. Let's do it. <coughs> let's do it. Let's get that. You like this? It's better. Yeah, well, we're not promoting them until they they put oh, some that's money. Fact. Yeah, I'm just I'm turning the bottle around. Yeah, yeah. We ain't, huh? You, see? you can tell he don't he don't party. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 real funky there. <laughs> this is not a party guy. Wait, I pop bottles on this show many a times. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Let's see there, your glasses there. Oh, wifey don't want to be on on camera, but she want to get drunk. She want to be like congratulations. I'm saying. Yes. So for the people who are watching right now, toast with us. Toast with us. Cheers. All right, young entrepreneur, and for me, I watched him when he called me from work. You know, he was working at a, you know, board of education. Yeah, DOE. Yep. He already got his degree, and he was like, "Dad, I, this this is not gonna work for me." And I said, "Well, come on home. We'll figure it out." You know what I mean? And we put this train on the track, and then we introduced it to Super Chat because we didn't have that for a while. For a while, yeah. Because I needed the people to validate. What you were doing yeah. You know what I mean So the people started Super chatting And helping you And then we got a little Advertisement And this and that And here we are And now your first book Is done And we about to Take this off the hinges You know what I'm saying Oh shout out So um, I also want to thank <clears throat> Because as much as uh, Work I put into this I also want to thank The people who are actually In the book Yes So I see Vet That's um, Dorian Eli Let me go by order Uh oh Alright one, you know, shout everybody out Shout everybody out Shout outs Eli um, My man uh, Andre Anna Miss Diva Maisha Tia Teresa Maya And Marcus And Marcus is in the book Closing it out 
I didn't make the book. I, I, I you know, it's crazy. Um, I, I mean, I thought I was an interesting person. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I'm um, when I when I was getting the book edited, uh, I also got a black editor. Shout out to um Jessica Leanne. Uh, you can check her out. She edits books. Yeah, shout, shout yeah. Out. She's from Texas. My man Tito said he got a beer. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate that. Um, so what was I saying? You were saying. I'm not in the book. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, when I got the first edit back from the editor, um, she said that uh, she was like super inspired by a lot of these stories, and that it should be in a continuing series because, and I that was always the plan in the first place yes, because yes. one, you can't tell um the story of urban excellence with just eleven people. You know absolutely, what I'm absolutely. It is, it is a continuous thing. Um, the theme of this of the stories in this book are is that they're not finished. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They're a work in progress. Every single one of them, but they're all striving to do something beautiful in their own little areas Absolutely. of life. Absolutely. And that was the goal. Um, I feel like anybody can see themselves in some of the in any one of these stories. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Yes. Um, some dynamic women, men in here is super dope. He's doing a lot of deflecting from answering the question, why I ain't in oh. the goddamn book. We do a podcast every week. That's true. You know That's saying? true. Yeah. That's true. And that would have been a little like, come on, son, your dad. Yeah, come on, corny. son, son. That would have been corny. Nah, that would have been corny. So I appreciate what you do. I knew this was coming. And um, I, again, we, we're going to need everybody's definitely support when definitely. it's time to send in those reviews. Definitely. Uh, hit me with a little bit more of that I'm champagne good. now that my shit is unsizzled. My fault, um, Tilt the glass. Yes. Um, we're gonna need uh, everybody's support on the pre-orders. You want some more too? Oh my god! Jeez, <laughs> lady, this lady might be. We might have to talk. You, you, you having some issues? I know the Wu Tang, you know, screwed us <laughs> over, and now you drinking. God damn, Wu Tang used to bring families together. Yeah, so um, we're gonna need everybody's support. Those pre-orders are important for the people who can't make it. Uh, two-hour event to Domain Collins. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for the support, bro. Thank yeah, you. always. Um, for the people who can't make it, we're going to need your continued support. Yes, definitely. Right? You know, p p you know, order that book in advance. And if you order in advance... Yeah, we, have a, we have a special deal for we you. Have a, we're going to be giving you a free T-shirt. So you know all you mean? do is, if you order the book in advance, email us, like, you know, the, the receipt yes. on, on Amazon.com. Tell us what size shirt you want. Muddy Waters. And we'll send Thank you a you. shirt. Appreciate it. Yeah, and we will send you a, a one-of-a-kind shirt that will only be for those who pre-order pre -order the, the book. book. Yes. You know what I mean? So, um, and that shirt will be absolutely free. You'll just be paying shipping and handling. And you know, handling means I got to pick the shirt up. I got to look at it. Yeah. I got to handle it. That's yeah. at least $2. You know what I'm saying? That's at least That's $2. That's all you got to pay. Shipping and handling. That is Piece it, of the but... family. I'm going to be up there in person the week of January 19th. Yes, okay, Isaiah Bryant, we get to... Definitely, in fact, oh, we get to meet yes, you. we get to meet you. That's going to be... We're going to clap that up. So... So that's what it is. Uh, the rest of tonight's show is a celebration. But let's talk some more shit. Let's get some stories going. Yeah, let's get some... Let's get some, let's get some shit going. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, so uh, Ray J is apparently... Going to talk to President Donald Trump on behalf of Suge Knight to get him pardoned. To get him pardoned for manslaughter. Yes. Okay. What do you think about that? What? Like what? I, I, no. First of all, I think I think he knows he has no chance to get him pardoned. I think this is just 
a publicity stunt to bring more eyes to future projects that have Suge Knight's name on it. Because remember, Ray J yes, owns yes. like his kind of life rights, so to movies, so that can just be in a movie now. Like he went to Donald Trump. Yes, he yes. Brought, he brought his concerns to Get the president. Get some footage. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I was thinking the same thing because I'm like, no disrespect to Suge Knight. Uh, there are a lot of freedom fighters who deserve a pardon mm-hmm. way in front of Suge Knight, who has just put out music, and most of the music was negative. No disrespect. We bounce to it, but in retrospect. So, um, and if he does pull that off, what a hell of a feat that is, right? Yeah. I don't want to see no black man behind bars, but I thought this was also a part of the, he since he sent his rights over yeah, that's, to, to that's Ray what I thought J, it was. that this is a perfect opportunity to even get some live footage. And don't you think it's hilarious? He's, um, he's doing with... What Kim Kardashian, Kardashian is, is doing, doing, yeah. I heard he's very competitive. So, you know, yeah. he started that empire and and now he's <laughs> trying to, uh, you know what I'm saying, reap some of the benefits. And uh, so if they let Suge out, I'm like, jeesh. So, um, but speaking of Kim Kardashian, she's also in the news because she's fighting to get a death row inmate. Yeah, what's his name? His name know? is Rodney Reed. Rodney Reed off of death row. Off of death row, yes. The new evidence has come out that he is innocent? Yes. No, it's not new evidence. It was just kind of overlooked evidence. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, apparently, he had a, a solid alibi the day she got killed. Um, he he was basically the side dude to a woman that was about to be married. Okay, okay. Um, she was just a couple weeks away from getting married. This happened in 1996. And apparently... The guy she was about to marry was a cop who was known to be abusive, known Ah. to be, you know, and they never looked into him. And usually when your significant other dies, they look into you first. You first. first. You're the first person they look into for motives, financial, you know, life insurance and so forth and so on. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. And you think he the one who set old boy up? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. So now they overlooked some yeah. pertinent evidence. Yeah, they got over like a million and a half um, signatures on the petition to... And how long has he been locked up, do you know? Since 96. Okay. He's been on death row, I think, for he, for like over 20 years, something like okay. that. Okay, okay. And he's scheduled to be executed in like two weeks. Wow. So now it's, it's pressure yeah, time. Yeah, it is pressure time. So he's trying to get a stay. Like, you I got to feel weird to know like... You, you're going to die. Your death day is here. Yeah, know when you're going to die. Yeah. It's almost like getting stabbed for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and you're going, damn, I, I'm, I'm going to die, man. I'm coming up for a fucking sandwich. Yeah. A sandwich? A sandwich? Sandwiches? A sandwich? Sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 yeah. don't play yourself and, and, and let other people... Because what happens is... You got a lot of bent up emotions with people. I told you from driving a bus for 20 years, I noticed that mental illness can mm. trigger and it's not always evident. You know what I mean? Right. And you got people with a lot of shit on their mind and they just want a chicken sandwich, man. And then you cut the line or you do something that really had nothing to do with the chicken sandwich. That's why people go postal. And people go postal. And next thing you know, but when all the smoke is cleared and they reading your dossier, you hear... For sandwich sandwiches, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I uh, hopefully, uh, if this brother is innocent, that we can, uh, you know, shed a little light on the situation here at Urban X, and hopefully, uh, you know, yeah, hopefully they they at least give him some time, some time, so they can reevaluate the case. Yeah, because apparently DNA evidence. I don't think DNA was uh, a factor back then. Back Maybe then. it was, right, right. But uh, that wasn't. I believe up. they call it a stay of execution. Yes, when when they yes. prolong your situation. That's ill. That is ill. That is ill. 
You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, the Harry Tudman movie was released. Yeah. Last week. To abysmal reviews from people. Apparently there was, I didn't see it. But apparently, my mother saw it. She had to see it with her class. My mother teaches at a Harriet Tubman school. Yeah, she had to, that's she had, a she had to take a student. That's to a layup. It. She had to do that. Yeah. So um, she said that there was a black slave catcher. He was an he was basically the antagonist, other than the slave master. But the slave master ended up saving him, uh, saving Harriet from him. From him. So that was whack. So you know that that was crazy. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Movies have uh, what we call. Uh, creative license license yes. so a lot of times uh, they will uh, add small things to the movie and somebody said Boondocks photo this is why you remember that Catcher Freeman episode Catcher Freeman episode yeah. oh yes yeah. yes so okay we went dark yeah. we just went dark we're getting back on hopefully we can get lined back up okay, we're back. okay. okay. so um, Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah, Mercury is in retrograde, so we're going to uh, experience a little bit. Yeah. So I expect when you, uh, as a creative, when you do a movie, you may add a little scene, Malcolm X, because the Malcolm X movie wasn't 100% accurate. Yes. You know, you got scenes where he's in a diner doing this, and you know, right? So I don't yeah. have any problems with creative licensing. What I do have a problem with is when you put superimpose a character who changes the entire narrative. Yes. Right? Yes. I have a problem with that. So by introducing the black slave catcher, yes. that's an important issue that even if it's, you know, not, if it's loosely based on somebody's life, you don't do unless you have an ulterior motive. Right. And that motive is to deflect the energy off of Europeans. That was probably the only way they got that movie greenlit. That's probably the only way. Read the script and said, "Oh, I didn't know that." You'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? Let's put that in there." So we, you know, we got to be careful with that. But what I did notice is they blamed Tyreek Nasheed. <laughs> they did for killing the movie. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Shout out to Tyreek Nasheed. Yeah. For killing the movie. Yeah. You know, but what it does show it shows the power of social media, and what I mean by that, the the, the I, we do have say. If we join forces along those lines, we can get anything green-lighted or anything shut down. So I think this is one time we should all take credit for the flop of a movie. I'm sorry. Because I definitely was putting it out there like, yo, I ain't going to see that. Yeah. I ain't going to see that. <laughs> like, and that shit spread like wildfire. <laughs> My mother came home. She looked tired when she came home just like, Yeah, because she, she, you know, she know the truth and all that. She was just like, what? Uh, what the fuck was this? So um, if, if we could do that, then we can continue to do that mm -hmm. and, and, and show that we do have power. Just my humble opinion. So that's, that's that on that. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm tired of slave movies anyway. Right, that's, and a, I think that's like, why I didn't go see it. Is that the last oh. one? It, what other like slave revolt movie do we need to see? Like uh, They're going to come out with 15 years of slave. You thought 12 years of slave, <laughs> was it? This nigga was locked up for 15 years. <laughs> You know, they're always re, you know, yeah. reinventing that shit. To, to, and this is why I told you, do not send your kids to see them slave movies. I'm sorry. Don't get emotional when I say that shit. Move past that. You kings, queens, uh, you've been here on this land. You know what time it is. So move past that. And hopefully we can write some real narratives that speak of something else. Facts. Facts. You are tuned into the sounds 
of Urban X. Oh, in Black Excellence news. In Black Excellence news. So, uh, Meek Mill he posted on his Instagram story that Jay Z sent him a Rolex as a VIP pass for his uh, Carter Foundation gala. So let me get this right. How much was the Rolex? Forty racks. Yeah, forty. Right. He gave out forty thousand dollar racks because he know that these niggas are gonna spend three hundred thousand. Basically. So that's a hustle move on Jay Z's part. Jay Z ain't stupid. Now Jay Z know if he send me. A forty thousand dollar Rolex. I'm not even going. I'm not even going, <laughs> I'm just, nigga. I'm trying yeah. to cash this shit in. How much yeah. can I get for this shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. So he know who to give them forty thousand dollar Rolex to. High ballers, high rollers for his foundation, and they gonna open that checkbook, and he gonna get that money back. Yeah. And that shit is a write off, and that's genius on Jay Z's part. Yo, real quick. Um, actually, speaking of Meek Mill. Meek was on Twitter. He said he said something like to the to the um, effect of like you know I know a lot of, I have a lot of billionaire friends, but if we I think he was talking about we as in us get together and buy a school in Philly because there's a lot of building schools in Philly. Um, you know my billionaire friends to help. We just need one. So I was just kind of like, you have billionaire friends, but you want us to get this done to get this done. And ain't Umar from Philly? Umar is from Philly. Umar's from Philly. <laughs> I'm putting people together here, guys. Umar is from Philly, yes. I'm, I'm a mover and shaker. He is from Philly. You said Odyssey's calling? Oh. You, you know what I'm saying? So, he's from Philly. Yes. So, he needs to contact Umar. Yes. And say, Umar, let's get this thing started. And then my billionaire friends could... Come through. That's that's what I see happening. But see, here's see, here's the thing. We talked about um, a billionaire, a white billionaire, is not going to put their name on an all black school, and you know, school that you, you know, the school that Umar was talking about. Yeah. Well. So what I tweeted was basically saying like he he just needs to take his time. If he wants to, if he wants to put out, a, he wants to do a school because he has the bread to do it. You know what I'm saying? He has to oh, start small. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. You mean Meek? Meek. Yes, yes. He has the breath to start small. So what I say, he has to take his time like LeBron did. Right, absolutely. You know, and LeBron, it it just came out that he has like an um, he now has see? a transition program. Yes, for for um for parents. For, yeah, of well, these students that go to his school, transitional homing. Now I know what you super conscious niggas are gonna say. Was, you can't tell me that's not fire. I know what y'all gonna say. I'm not even gonna say it. I know what y'all gonna say. Well, these white people involved. Listen, anytime you can help somebody, these people just want help. These people don't give a shit where the help comes from. That's how bad off we are. So when we get sedity, where we decide who we are gonna receive help from, <laughs> you uppity niggas. You niggas is uppity. People in the trenches don't care. Who gives them a sandwich? It's a sandwich. So we have to understand that a lot of people are not as well off as we are. And I noticed that white people can use us for their whole agenda. Sports, movies, acting, whatever. They come into our church. They pray to black Jesus. They kiss babies during election. They can use us for anything we want, for they want, but we can't use them. You know what I mean? Right. To further our cause because that ain't keeping it real. You niggas are retarded. 
I'm sorry to say you niggas are retarded. And I don't mean that in the derogatory sense, no disrespect. But what I mean is, just think about that. Sometimes you got to say this shit out loud. Just think about that. They use us for everything. Everything? Everything. Everything. But when it comes to us using them, our egos and nah, because that white man, devil and this and that. And we don't understand. They playing chess and we playing checkers. You know what I'm saying? So LeBron understands he can't beat the system by himself. So he has to integrate certain things into the system. And I swear to you, these parents don't give a shit. They getting transitional homes now. They getting now. food. They Remember, getting food. The students, the kids are getting bikes kids to school. Kids are getting bikes. The kids are getting breakfast, lunch, and, and a snack. Yeah. And their grades, the grades have come in, and they're all superior. And when you only, if, if you go to school and you only have to worry about school, it's a whole different ball. It's game. a different. It's a different. It's a different. Feeling. It's a different animal altogether. Yeah. When you're not worried about, man, am I gonna eat when I get home? Right. If my mother's doing this and that, and remember. He already got the program in place for the parents. If you get a GED, yeah. you get free college. What's wrong with that? I wouldn't care who was giving that away. You take advantage of a system that's taking advantage of you. You got to put your ego aside. And that's the problem with black folk. We, you know, Our ego is involved and we be in our own way half the time with most of this stuff. We be in our own way. Step out of your own way. Use them the way they're using you because they playing chess. They understand the long game and we playing the short game and we losing all the time. Now, am I saying go out and get you a white wife? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying if you're trying to get that promotion and you can use people, it's a great movie coming out called The Bankers. Yes. With Samuel L. Jackson. And um, the guy who played uh, the Falcon in... In, in, in Avengers. Avengers, yes. He right? also was in that Black Mirror episode. That right. was gross. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was really that terrible. Was nasty. Please don't, don't remind me of that episode, <laughs> that right? Was, that was but it's a, based on a true story... Yes. ...of how these black guys wanted to open a bank. Yes. And they couldn't because they was black. So they put a white person in front. What, which, uh, the roles have been reversed for years. For years. For they, years. they just did it with Jay-Z. Right? Or in the NFL. Yeah, they just did that with Jay-Z. Yeah. That's what I mean by they can use us, yeah. but we can't use them. This is the perfect example. That was, this a, great, movie, that was a great segue to that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't want to hit the clap button. That's bomb. Bomb. That's bomb. bomb. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's good. And the Moors are famous for that. When you see these paintings of these white presidents and figures, and you see the black so-called servant. Behind them, behind them, a lot of time, that's the more, the real teacher, and he's pushing this white person out in front because imp- appearance is important. So this is a movie which deals with that aspect that they knew they had to put some white people in front, out in front, you know what I'm saying, to give off the illusion, and then it got crazy, and there was some arrest made, and this and that. But that looks like that's going to be a great story. And that's, is that going to be on the Apple streaming service, or is that going out to the No, that's going out to the theaters. Oh, okay, because I saw... January 11th. I saw the Apple out. stuff, and you know, I wasn't sure. If no, was... the, Apple might be down with it, so Apple might put it in the theaters, and then ah. you know, make it a part of their thing. The streaming wars are about to happen. Right, I want to also see... Uh, what? Quick and Wild. Uh, what's that movie with the black girl and the black guy? Uh, Slim and Slim and <laughs> Quick and Wild. <laughs> Quick and Wild. Wait, is, uh, what was it? Uh, Slim and and somebody in the chat tell me. 
It looks good. It's like a Bonnie that and looks Clyde. Stupid. It does not. Yes, it does. It does not look stupid, Yo, Malcolm. So okay, so we on a first date. You yeah. kill a cop. Yes. And now we on the run. Yes. I just met you. How I don't know you don't kill cops with like this is what you do. Listen, all I know is I'm protecting the black woman. Oh. He pulls up. He get crazy, and I light him up. And now you say, you know what? I like you. I like you. And you run with me, quick and slim, or some shit. No, it's uh. Slimming Shady. <laughs> Slimming Queen. Slimming Queen. Yeah. Slimming Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the chat. Right? This this champagne is kicking in. Right? Yeah. That looks like a good movie. Slimming Shady. That looks like a good movie. All right? Shame on you, Malcolm. That's a black movie. You should want to go see that. There's a movie um with uh the guy from Get Out and Issa Rae coming out. Yes, the photograph when like they're in love and it's like a black love movie. That's quick and slim. No, no, it's a different. <laughs> That's <laughs> quick and slim. No, it's called the photographers with Issa Rae and oh um, yeah, I did see and Lakeith. I think his name is. All of a sudden, a lot of black movies are coming out. He gonna cry to that. He gonna see it. Yeah, I'm gonna see that. Gonna take time to see it. I'm gonna take it and cry. Yeah, because you cried at Bill Street like oh, four times when Bill Street came on. I started crying. I said, "This looks like I should be crying." And, uh, and it was a good movie. That's you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. For those who are just tuning in, uh, breaking oh. news. That's facts. facts. Malcolm that. has just released his brand new book, Urban Excellence, Unveiling Extraordinary Stories by Everything. Everyday People, forward by Steve Canal. He's an executive. Yes. He's the CEO of the brand executive um, he's a, a brand strategist. Yes. Best-selling author himself. And his wife is... Swin Cash. Uh, Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame, MW, I mean, WNBA. Swin Cash. Yes. And she's now the uh, assistant... She's the VP of basketball operations for the Pelicans. For the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. yes. All right. So Steve got big things going on. He's touring the country, enlightening people. He saw the light in Malcolm. He gave him a forward to this book. This book will be out January 21st. Yes. You can pre-order. But you in can the pre-order below. now. Them pre-orders count because it's about the algorithms. Fact. We move up the algorithms and people say, oh, this book must be important. And that's how we move up the algorithms. Fact. We're going to be doing a book release party January 19th, Dr. King's weekend. We're not, we don't have the exact location yet, but you will get it when we get it. Well, as soon as we get the location, as as get it, we'll... you're going to get it. Uh, we're going to be doing a live podcast, live performances. Uh, I'm going to be serving up a couple of uh, exclusive drinks that night. The Urban Explosion. You, you know what's crazy? We talked about this in our meeting, in a in a real, you know, confidential meeting. You know what I'm saying? And the Urban Extreme. And we told him not to talk about this. <clears throat> and look what he's doing. Hey, but give me some credit. I knew about this book three months ago. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't say nothing. You wanted so. to. I wanted to. You wanted to. But I did not. Shout out to Trav. De- um, great accomplishment, Mark. Thank you, Trav. Deontay Health. It's Travis. Uh, thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, and that's Trav? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm calling him by his real. Okay. AKA Too Strong. Yeah, Too Strong. Appreciate that, King. <laughs> appreciate that. So, um, somebody said live stream that joint. We will live stream yeah. that as well. We're going to live stream it. We're going to be partying. And you're going to want to get this Urban Extreme. If you've had a uh, Nutcracker, mm-hmm. this will be a Nutcracker. Times two. 
bring my man Speedy in. He's a urban alcohol alchemist. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he will cook up this blend of urban extreme for sure and urban explosion. So uh, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for uh, that. Somebody asked how much is it? It is uh, nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. That's like a sandwich. That's a chicken sandwich at Popeyes. Like, and like two chicken sandwiches and a soda. And a drink, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can get that. Yeah, it's facts. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, facts. But you will not get stabbed for this book. Somebody at Rain Man, Dot can't keep a secret. He cannot. I man. cannot. I cannot keep a secret. Those are uh, definitely facts. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So I don't for the people who've, you know, been on social media, been on Twitter, Instagram, I've been seeing videos of people protesting the NYPD in the streets because of how the police have been treating people in in the subway system. Remember we talked about the kids? Yes, yes. People got punched in the face. People getting tased. So there was like a mass, um, I guess, uh, demonstration of people hopping the train. And you could tell. I saw that. I saw it, that. Some people were novice. They're you know, amateurs, Of course. Man. Like, That's what we call train. reactivists. Yes. Right? Yeah. The reactivists. They're yeah. just reacting to what's going on. They're not truly activists. We spoke about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, they were hopping, people were hopping the train. Some people didn't even know how to hop a train. But it's a, it, it's been a big thing. And now I'm seeing more and more pictures of, like, droves of policemen and women in the train stations. Like, crime only happens in the train stations. No, I think, well, they showed, the, the, the statistics said that uh, crime in the subways, hate crime in particular, against anti-Semitics has been up, like, 45%. Whoa, really? So something is going on. They also showed... Uh, brothers, not brothers, let me not say brothers, dudes getting out of cars in Borough Hall in Brooklyn, which is a Hasidic community, and chasing down Hasidics. So it's a lot been going on with that. So I believe once once you start messing with Jewish people, uh, you know, then action has to be taken. Whoa. So yes, yes, a lot of crime been going on, and it's been uh, hate crimes. I meant to tell you that, yes. Didn't know that. But, okay, but you see how the NYPD reacts when it's I them. See, I see, absolutely. It's, it's, it's crime against them. Absolutely. You know, I know. And then um, the, the MTA keeps putting out these, like, really outlandish claims that they lose, like, $500 million a year to train evasion. I don't believe that at all. Uh, no, but a lot of people hop the train. But five, they, And so the buses. Every day... Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, people just walk on the bus. Okay, but it, it's not that many people. Uh, it's people I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, dude, 500 I, million? No, I'm, dude, I'm just simply saying, I'm a bus driver 20 years, and people just, I can pull up and go, he's not paying. <laughs> She's not paying. And they get on, and what am I supposed to say? Are you stereotyping? No, I'm just saying, you could just, once you do this for a living, yeah. you start yeah. knowing, Yo, they, he's not paying. You know what I mean? And this and that. So, you know, because the fare was kind of expensive. And the I'm, service sucks. Yeah, I remember it was two dollars. Dude, I remember it was twenty five cents. You remember when it was tokens? I used to ride on the back of the bus. Cause yeah, yeah, I used to ride on the back this of the baby bus. Baby is kid, man. Absolutely, we did a lot of things in the eighties. A lot of crazy things. That was two seventy five. They're about to up it to three dollars. Three dollars. Absolutely. Shame. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So this this story was like kind of interesting to me. Um, the McDonald's CEO was fired because he had a consensual relationship with one of his employees. Yeah, because they have a no, you can't uh, frat, fraternize or you can't date on the job. Now, my thing is, you, you don't know when love is going to strike. Right. You could be in a prison and, you know, <laughs> love strikes, you know, and if it strikes, it strikes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> 
But, you know, so he had a consensual relationship right. with somebody. And I, I want to say this. When you work on the job, you spend a lot more time at the job right. than you do at home. Right. So if you're single and she's single and it just kind of happens that way, but th that's the policy. So they fired his ass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He is out of He's a job. He's CEO. CEO, you out of here. Damn. Which probably meant there was something else going on in the Yeah, yeah, game. yeah. Probably, they have yeah. ways to cover that stuff yeah. up. Yeah. But I heard that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings manager... Uh, got fired. Yes. Because a black family was having a party yes. for one of their kids. And the manager had the audacity to ask them to move because one of the white regular customers didn't want to be around black people. And his ass got fired. Yeah. He deserved to get fired. So I don't know what this says about me. I'm 26. But I've never experienced like overt racism that way. I mean, it's because I'm from New York, probably. Well, well, everything in New York is a little bit subtle. Subtle, yeah. So, like, I've never experienced, like, you, you know... When you go to the South... So, my man, um, my man Kenny was here. Um, we, um... If the people who, you know, keep up with our channel, he did the, uh, the book bag giveaway. We, we Absolutely. We did that. He has something else coming we're going to talk about next week. Yes, absolutely. Something real There's big. Something big coming next week. So, um, he was talking about, he's like, yo, have you ever, like, really just spent time in the South? I'm like, nah, not really. He said, yo, it's kind of weird how, like, segregated they are. Because, you know, he's from the Bronx, so he's like, I've never really experienced, like, really over Over racism. racism, yeah. I'm like, facts. I never thought about that. He said, yo, like, there's a really... On like a clear, definite, you don't go in this town. And you don't stop in this yeah, town. Yeah, you don't stop in you this town. You drive through this town. Yeah, I was absolutely. Like, I never thought about and that. And like I told you before, I am a fan of the Confederate flag. I want to see your shit flying because I want to know, okay, I definitely not stopping there. Right. I don't want you to act like you want me to be in your spot and you really don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people get all, that Confederate, no, I need to see it. That's, that's information because... That's why I'm looking for information. Okay, Confederate flag on his car. Don't cut him off. Mm. Confederate flag in that restaurant. Don't go in there. And that just helps you move along because there are clear lines in the South. And then there are some people in the South who just mingling, mixing and mingling. You know, where, you know, it's a lot of, uh, you know, nasty things going on. That's true, too. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, um, I have an announcement. Uh, this is just general... Um, service announcement well, public, general, public service announcement um, For the people who signed up for the webinar With DJ the Money Coach uh, we, For the people that signed up We sent out emails that we're doing it this Tuesday Yes uh, That is the twelfth. Yeah, uh, November 12th um, for the pe So um, because we had to wait He has a new contract with um, An airport that he trains their employees, you know, he gives them financial advice. And okay, like that. okay, so yes. He had, he had a lot on his he plate. He busy. This week. He had yeah. a lot on his plate. He had yes. a lot on his plate this week. But we, we locked in Tuesday for the people who signed up already. They got a free ebooks that are valued at like twenty dollars. Nice to, to keep you on ice right now. Nice. Um, you can also you can so for the people who didn't sign up, you can sign up in the description below. Um, we're gonna have a great show next week. We thought we had the commercial sign um lit up, you know. Lined up, we don't. We have some technical difficulties but, because wifey's been drinking champagne. Yeah, yeah. And now she. Yeah, like, yeah I, I saw her come back for three. She for three like, weeks. I don't yeah, know three, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? The video won't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, but um, so you can still sign up. You can still and, sign up in the description below. In the description below, 
And this would be a great way to bring in 2020 as we spoke about. Black Friday's coming up. You want to, you want your money to work for you, not against you. Absolutely. And That's if he's the, training airport employees yes. on their finances, I think you know what he's talking about. Yes. You know what and I'm then saying? he's gonna um, for the people who watched the commercial last week, he has um, a big deal that he's gonna walk us through how he got it. Oh, is that the Dunkin' Donut yes, deal? Yes, yes. I think we should get in on that. I like donuts. Listen, man, listen. they got a new Beyond Meat sandwich. I didn't try it. I'm not gonna try it. Yeah, I'm not gonna try, try it. it. But I'm simply saying it's it's yeah. out. That means all the all of these uh, fast food restaurants are rolling out an artificial burger or an artificial sausage or something. You know, I'm. I know the people who got in on the Beyond Meat like IPO when they like first dropped. Oh. I know they're eating right oh, now. Oh, they're eating. They eat because that's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, man. But there be Dunkin' Donuts everywhere I go. Yeah, niggas like coffee and donuts. Yeah, and I will be proud of. Uh, I'll be <laughs> out there cutting the ribbon. Y'all be like, God, that ain't conscious. Give a fuck. <laughs> fuck that shit. Happy, happy donuts, motherfucking shit. Y'all got to change y'all mindset a little bit out this piece. So that is a public service announcement. We're gonna um Do we have a commercial of any sort? Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna pay some bills. We'll pay some bills. We'll be back. And I'll get topped off again on the champagne. What? Yeah, yeah. I need more. I'm not driving. I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Wheel of Fortune, sponsored by Urban X TV. We're back here with the black dot from the Conscious community? Is that conscious community? Yeah, thanks for having me, Malcolm. Yeah, Hotep, Notep, uh, the black man is God, and the white man is the devil. I'm ready to win this money. Okay, whatever that is. Okay, the puzzle for today is people who annoy you. Black that is on you. Come on, come on, big money, big money. Big money, big money, yeah. I, I like to buy a vowel, E, and why? Okay, Black Dad, you have 30 seconds to solve the puzzle on the screen. Oh, I think I think I know this one. People who annoy me. Ah, this 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 is easy. I think I think I got this. 20 seconds, Black Dad. Ooh, I'm not sure I really want to say it. Might might piss a few people off. Uh 10 seconds, Black Dad. I like to solve the puzzle. Naggers! Let's check. Black Dot was niggas. Oh. The answer is always niggas. Ah, oh, shucks. But don't worry, Black Dot. You walk away right now with a Shop Urban X gift card. Yeah. Get yourself some of these oh, new threads. Yes, yes. Not going home empty-handed. Hotep, no tap. And we're back. Back in the flesh. Thank you for staying with us. Facts. Also, thank you for the people who are already pre-ordering. Yeah, that's what we're saying. We're getting word yeah. that people have already went over and pre-ordered. Yeah. And every order counts. Every order counts because this is this is a numbers game that's 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 taking place. And a lot of um, you know, authors fall through the waysides because, you know, that first week is important and those pre-orders, you know, they they you know, it just means a lot. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Um we want to thank you for your continued support. Um, and uh, for sure. I can't tell you again. I'm proud of you, bro. Thank uh, you. Yo, this was this was this was um, a journey. This was definitely a journey to write this book. Like, um, I tried to write 
this is, I guess, I want to say like my fifth try at writing a book. So right, the first right. time, it was kind of like <clears throat> what a lot of people do when they want to write a book. They write about themselves the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like midway through, I got like 40,000 words in, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got the job at the DOE, right? So mm-hmm. then my writing schedule, like everything was kind of thrown off. So I was like, I'll come back to it. When I came back to it, I hated everything, everything I wrote. wrote. Yes. Yes, I was like, "Oh, this is garbage." And then, too, who do I think I am? Like, I'm—I didn't do nothing yet to yeah, write a book about myself. Yeah, you was kind of young to be writing a book yeah, about yourself. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, "Nah, you know what?" So I scrapped that. Even though, like, I still I could, you know, maybe down the line get to it later. Absolutely. Down the line, but I was kind of like, "Nah, I'm not doing this." So then I had a couple more just out there ideas, and what I noticed is that every idea that I had prior to this one, it was literally ego driven. Okay, ego- you wrote you you wrote something to Lamont Hill. Didn't you write a letter to him, or no, you was not? not um, it was Hill Harper. Hill Harper, right? So it was more, um, and even then, so that was the that was the first idea I had. Okay, so it was the one about me, then one to Lamar, um, to Hill Harper. <clears throat> well, I kind of wanted to be a response to his book, um, Letters to a Young Brother. Mm-hmm. And then right now, it felt corny doing it. Got you. Got it felt you. like I was stifling myself and what I actually wanted to say. It felt it felt corny. Yeah, yeah. So I stopped. But I was like, Nah, my friends are laughing at me if I. So, yeah, they'd be like, dude, I was kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Um, I had, you know, a couple other out there ideas, which are still interesting. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say because like, I kind of still want to do it. Mm-hmm. But it was still, it was ego-driven in the sense that I just kind of want an author in my byline. You know what I mean? I'm right. Author in my, in my bio on Twitter. And Instagram. Absolutely. I just wanted something there. So I kind of had to fall back a little bit. And then um, I started just to think about stuff I was really passionate about. So this is around the time... I was interviewing a lot of my peers on the show for yes. for, for the um, YouTube channel. Right, right. No matter like they were clothing line, they were cooking. Like I started to interview a lot of my peers, and then um, you and T will always say like, "Yeah, you have some really dope friends, or some dope people that are around you in your mm-hmm, network." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Facts." Hmm. And then the idea was writing. Bing. And, and then this was also after I wrote a book review of Steve Canal's book. Mind of a winner. Yes. And we interviewed him again on the channel. Absolutely. The interview was there on the, the interview channel. was there on the channel. And then he wrote the same kind of book, but he interviewed, you know, major household names. He interviewed right. Damon John for football, Barbara Corcoran. Because that's his, right. that's his, uh, right. you know, his counterparts. Right. Exactly. Um, Two Chains, uh, Kenny Smith. He, he interviewed Swing Cash's wife. He interviewed like a lot of people who are out there. You know, right. Like Mary Seats. So... Um, I actually reached. I actually told you that I did. That I called him. I said, "Yo, like, what, you know, what you think about it?" He got it immediately. Mm-hmm. I said, "You know, I want to write the book, and um, that's kind of in the same vein as yours, but I want to interview people like my contemporaries, like people who are building up their legacies." And it's a service, right? It's a service to others. You know what I mean? When you tell other people's story, is very humbling. So this book signing is not really about you per se. <clears throat> It's gonna be about the people who you shine in the light on, and right. I think that's that's Virgo. That's Virgo all day. We service other people, so absolutely, that is a dope, dope concept. I'm saying. And then you finally hit that stride where you knew. Yeah, like it was just kind of. There like, comes a point when you writing and you yeah. go, "I got this." So what I, you know, what I did that actually helped me. For, I think you know, this is just advice anybody else trying to write a book. Mm-hmm. I wrote it a chapter at a time, like literally, like a new document, a new word document every, every chapter. Ah, ah. So because you, when you try to write it straight through it and you look at the word count, like I'm not anywhere yes. close. Yes. So 
I just had a word count set for every chapter. That's what I did. And then it was kind of easy to break it down that okay, way. Okay, that's that's a nice little technique. Yes, that was just me. Yeah. I could give you my technique, but then I'd have to kill you. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, we taking questions. Let's get some questions in the chat. We oh, like to... Side note, uh, these nuns went to Africa and came back pregnant. Oh, yeah, two nuns. Yes, that's hilarious. They went to Africa. And the brothers out there was like, okay. That is hilarious. Y'all here. Yeah. Y'all got a little box too. <laughs> and they, they ain't going home with babies. And you see, niggas is niggas everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Daily News and they, the, 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 the Vatican is investigating. Yes. That's hilarious. But come on. You know, the nurses, I mean, the nuns, people don't speak a lot about them. They, they shit is raggedy too. No, they actually... Um, they got a lot of dead babies that they be dumping. No, what people don't talk about is the actual sexual abuse towards the nuns from the priest. From the priest. Absolutely. That's something that's not talked about. It's not talked about at all, but it happens. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just focus on the, on, the pedophilia. On the, yeah, that's but that not happens the, as the well. nuns be getting the business. That happens as well. Like, the nuns you know, be getting the business, and you know because of their religious beliefs, they keep quiet on a lot of that stuff. So, questions in the chat. Me, I'm writing a book. Okay. Brittany Popeye's Brown. chicken sandwich has crack in it. My friend, my friend, Facts. like my friend, like really believes that. He see, yo, I saw a video of some dude. He got his sandwich, got on the counter, and started singing about his sandwich. Yeah. I had never been so embarrassed in my life. He had a beautiful voice, too. Yeah, he was singing that chicken sandwich. But he was singing about the chicken sandwich. Come on, let's think about Jerry Rice, Hall of Fame wide receiver, had a helmet on with a fucking piece of chicken. (laughs) Rotating. And this nigga running and catching footballs. With a piece of... That's the most embarrassing shit. That's more uh, embarrassing than Mary J. Blige's uh, Burger King chicken sandwich commercial where she was trying to sing crispy chicken homonyms and shit. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Well, she was also singing... No, that's more... No, when she was singing Hillary. Oh, that's even worse. That was nasty. That was disgusting. That was really, really disgusting. But Malcolm, you a hypocrite because you had one of those chicken sandwiches. This is true. You had me. This is true. You could have been like, nah, dad, I can't do that because of my commitment to uh, the conscious God, whoever, whoever. You know what I'm saying? But nah, son, now you're not going to conscious heaven. It's an oxymoron, right? Yeah, it is an oxymoron. Conscious heaven? Conscious heaven. Yeah, 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 I'm making a funny. I'm making a funny. Um, Somebody said, how can I get in contact with Corey P. Smith? Um, You can go on his website. I, I think... In the interview we did his In the interview we did His his uh, email, stuff is in the yeah, His email is in the description Right scroll down You'll see the interview We did with Corey P. Smith And all of his uh, Information is there Um Oh real quick So uh, New York is about to New York has New York State has A bail reform law That's gonna take effect January 1st That's eliminating Cash bail For hundreds of Misdemeanor and nonviolent Felony Offenses Wait, so what does that mean? That I can't go pay cash? Yeah. To get my relative out of jail? Out of j- yeah. How am I supposed to pay? I'm not, I guess. Is it credit, credit or something? Or- so now, so now you don't even want me to bail them out. Because a lot of people in the hood is cash and carry. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of old school people too, right. cash and carry. They got money under the mattress. Right. Let me go get blacked out out of jail. He done did something crazy. Because and then usually and then sometimes, especially with the city and the state, sometimes like if you try even when you try to pay debit, 
If it's not your car, they won't let you pay. They won't let you pay. Yeah, I remember I got my car towed, right? I parked in okay. Wild Spot, right? So I go to get the car after work. So then um, the woman goes, I had the bread, I had the bread to do it uh, to get it out. She goes, oh, you just had a birthday? I'm like, yeah. She goes, yeah, your license is expired. Expired wow. like uh, like two days prior. Wow. So I'm like, damn, right? So I had to rush home because I didn't want to get charged for the extra day the car was in the pound. Right, right. So I told my mom's. We shoot downtown to get the car, or whatever. We park. We had to double park somewhere illegal because you know parking down there in thirty. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. So she goes to pay. I give her my card. They tell her you can't pay with his card because he's not here. So I had to run. Uh, while the car. It was that was nasty. That's Malcolm's urban yeah. excellence story. Yeah, that's not an urban excellence story, but that's Malcolm's ghetto Cosby story. Yeah, it's it a story. Oh, we actually have an urban excellence story. Let's get to it. Um, this story was actually sent to me by uh, my man Kenneth Hicks. I went to middle school with him. Really dope dude. Really good, good dude. Shout out to Kenneth. Um, really good dude. Um, he sent me this story. It's called the uh, Central Brooklyn Food Co-op. Um, it's a black-led food cooperation, a cooperative addressing the lack of quality food in predominantly black neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the co-op is raising money for a storefront and plans to open summer of 2020. If you look on, uh, I'm going to put the uh, their information in the description below. Okay. They actually reached their goal, but they're trying to also raise more funds to, you know, from other expenses as well. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Ty Hannah, thank you so much. Yeah, it is the same thing as Undercover Brother. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, yep. I said that. Yeah. Your history, you know, kind of, you know. So, yeah, that, uh, so the Brooklyn, a Central Brooklyn Food Co-op, that's. Central Brooklyn Food Co-op. Co-op yes. They want to bring better food to the neighborhood in Brooklyn. Yes. Because a lot of our neighborhoods, nothing but bodegas. And Popeyes. And Popeyes. <laughs> so now yeah. you have a choice. Yeah. Clap that up. Yeah. yeah. Central Brooklyn Food Co-op. Uh, when are they opening? We like to go down there. Uh, this summer is twenty twenty. So okay, okay. To, uh, somebody asked me how long did it take you to write the book? It took me. I started. I want to say I started last September. Then he went to jail. No, and then I finished. When did I finish? And he started smoking crack. Like the book was done. All the edits was done. I want to say July. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then you had to, you know, uh, get it tightened. Yeah, and, had to, and, and then and I, was, I was waiting on the forward. Cause, waiting know, on the forward. Steve was busy. Steve was busy. Facts. Yeah. Facts. His wife just got a new job in New Orleans. Yeah, and he had to relocate. Yeah. I was like, yo, so he was like, listen, I'm looking for a new house, bro. I was Facts. like, Facts. Right. And then he had a little hurricane out he there. It did. It did. And then that became yeah. a little issue and things of that nature. So um, I, I, I believe this is going to be very big. Oh, and shout out to our beautiful graphics designer. Who did the cover? Oh yeah, my wife did the cover. Yeah, yeah, she did that. Yeah, and and the the art the cover concept the cover concept was from my mom from his mom's. Yes, oh, she must dude, we got a lot of female energy going. This is a family affair. Yeah. Oh, she definitely drunk, fellas. I'm like, go on, girl, get some more <laughs> that in there, girl. Go on, girl, get you a little drink. You know what I'm saying? I've been like, go on. So yeah, this is this was a book by committee. This is a book by committee. We were struggling with a concept. Yes. 
And your mom was just kind of we had a, We had a few concerts. And my mother was like, yo, I think you should. I and said, she yeah. just was like, bam. As soon as she saw it, immediately. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was tough. You're right. And then my wife cooked it up. And here we are. Yes. Absolutely. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Um, uh, let's get some quick announcements going. Okay. Uh, Eli. Yes. Is at 882 subscribers. You guys have been subscribing to his channel, but we need to get him to a rack. 1,000. You need, need to get him to a rack. We yeah. got to get him to 1,000, guys. So we need you. We'll put the description in the it, link. It is in the description. Oh, sorry. The, the link the is link in the description. Yeah. Put it in there. Just go to his channel. It's me and him on Tuesday nights. I'm the only person working two nights here. You know what I'm saying? I be working yeah, behind yeah. the camera, though. Yeah, you know? whatever. And it's a great show. Uh, it's, it shows and highlights Eli's uh, ability and not his disability. You know what I'm saying? We like to focus on the ability and not the disability. So it's his show. It's his concept. This kid is sharp. He's witty. And we need to get him to a thousand subs so he can start monetizing. Yeah, because they changed it. They changed it. It's like a thousand now. You need a thousand subscribers. So we get him to a thousand. We start monetizing his page and he stopped asking me for lunch. Make his own lunch. Also, um... Oh yeah, somebody just asked a question. What do you think of Michael Bloomberg joining the 2020 election? I didn't even know he was joining. I didn't know he was joining. It's too late. Uh, whoever they pop in, because I don't think their candidate, I think the Democrats are playing a little chess. I don't think you know who the candidate is going to be until it becomes prominent that that candidate has to step out in front. Because, come on. We have losers in front We got of a whole bunch of losers in front of us. The Democratic Party has to do better than this. Yeah, so just... I think they're not showing their hand so to speak. And then maybe this impeachment process with, with Trump goes to who, who, who knows mm. what the actual process is going to be. But uh, Bloomberg's got a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, we ran him out of New York City. He got three terms. Yes. When he was only supposed to get two. So, yeah. And he wanted to implement uh, 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 smaller soda sizes. I'm, yeah, and he, that he was did great. That. He did that. Yeah. And people were offended. Yeah, because I remember the soda, they used to have like three liters. Big liters yeah. and how you gonna tell me yeah. I can't drink a big three liter yeah. soda? You who do you think you are? He's like, yo, dude, the diabetes rate in this city, especially for poor people, right. is through the roof. I'm trying to save you. I don't need no saving. I want the big jumbo. Yeah. People was coming out of 7-Eleven with the big ass cups with four straws and shit. You know what I mean? Just to spite him. And uh, so if he runs, his money is long, but I'm not sure he is the candidate to uh, put in front of Trump Trump will just like Smoke his ass His son was actually On The View I think that was today Today his son was on The View Yes And they were going at it Yeah he was going in Cause yeah. basically he uh, He didn't release The name was already released Of the whistleblower Who um, brought About the information About him talking To the Ukrainian guy uh -huh. But um, What they were arguing Was that him Donald Trump Jr. Putting it out Brought more attention To the person And that wasn't that's like a you know dictatorship. Yeah, man. yeah, absolutely. So all right, let's get some questions going here in the chat. Somebody said, What's Malcolm's YouTube? This is my YouTube channel. But um, This is Malcolm's YouTube channel right here. Eli's is the Weight Podcast. The Weight Podcast. The Weight W A T E. The Weight, which stands for the World According 
to Eli. Somebody says, I agree with T.I. As soon as that man takes your virginity, he is responsible towards you financially. Uh, uh, that's some down south yeah, well, shit. Yeah. I've like never heard that. You owe a dowry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah. That's funny. Did you guys check out Dr. Boyce Watkins and Claude Anderson's YouTube segment on Byron Allen? I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Well, how was it? I mean, I didn't. But I, what I would say, what I will say is, I'm surprised. I'm not. I'm not surprised that the Byron Allen interview in the Breakfast Club didn't even hit a million. Didn't even hit a million. And usually, this shit is over a million. Yeah. But people thought our ah, finances. Ah. And I'm pretty sure Claude Anderson, who I respect, had a a different perspective. Or not getting caught into uh, the hype and all of that kind of stuff. And I get all of that. So uh, I will watch it and, and see what uh, Claude Anderson had to say. Uh, Goddess Luna uh, 9, will you have a book signing? Yes, uh, January 19th. January we 19th. Na- we don't have the location it's yet. It's going to be you, Harlem, New York. It'll more be in Harlem. Likely. Yeah, most likely it'll be in Harlem. The world famous Harlem. So save that date. You want to come hang out with us? We're going to be doing a live podcast. We're going to be streaming it live. It's going to be it's going to be a big thing. Oh, somebody said Captain Caveman got a song. So what if I was gay? Oh, you're talking about Eminem. Eminem has, has a song with um, for, um, Joyner Lucas called What If I Was Gay. I did hear something about that. Corny. Super corny. Eminem like, is corny. Eminem is corny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know why we rate yeah. him so much, man. Because Dr. Dre sanctioned him Ugh. and he understands the technical aspect. See, MCing is not just technical. It's a lot more that goes into that. And that segues me into NY Oil's new album is now released demo music. I'm on track number two. Yes. I believe I'm on track number like f- two. Three. Or three in yeah. there? You hear me in there. It's, it's, and it is not, an amazing. He's not rhyming, though. I'm not rhyming, but I am on the album. Captain Caveman. That uh, is yeah, but because, see, we gave Eminem a pass because he can technically rhyme, but there's a spiritual aspect, a metaphysical aspect, a melanin imposed aspect that he doesn't possess that Kook him, you clearly hear. That this guy possesses this uh, talent and skill. So demo music is out on all streaming services. Look up Cool Kim with a K, K double O L K I M, or N Y All UMCs, Blue Cheese, all of that stuff. Demo music is out, and it is a fire, fire yeah. project. We were listening and in here, and we was bumping it hard body. Yeah, if you appreciate like. It wasn't boom back either. Uh, it, it's a little bit of combination, yeah. but wordplay and yeah. energy is all there. It's all there, absolutely. Uh, what do you think about Tariq and Michi X? I don't. I don't follow them. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't follow any of that stuff. Me neither. I mean, I, I tune into Tariq Nasheed from time to time. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, but I don't know that him and um, I don't know who that is has some kind of beef or something. Uh, what else? What else? Do you think Brian? Very visible. Uh, I'm not getting what you're saying. They said, um, does he think, do you think uh, not making the Byron Allen Breakfast Club interview very visible due to what he was saying? Maybe. That could be it. What do you mean? 
Like, you know, YouTube messing with their view count. Or that. Could be. Could be. Maybe. Because it was such a powerful interview against Comcast. Because it's at like 900,000 for like a week now. Like, right. That makes right. no sense. I watched it multiple times. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Absolutely. I know a few people that watched it multiple times. And I don't want to discount the ability for them to do that because we're still at 42,000 subscribers myself. So Oh, what I did see about Tariq was his conference got shut down off Kickstarter. And now he's up on Indigo. Now he's up. Okay, cool. Okay, he's up on Indigo uh, because Kickstarter gave some real bizarre. Nothing answer of why they 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 were shutting him down. So uh, Tyreek has got to move a little bit more stealth in how he gets these things done. Any any tour for your book in Canada? I will go to Canada. Yes, I got some connections out in Canada. I will go to Canada. Oh, no, no. Canada's live. Yeah. It's live out there, so I got a few connections. I didn't watch American Sun. I, I, I'm hearing mixed reviews. I'm hearing... American Sun? It's on Netflix. Okay, okay. I'm hearing it's really good, you know, crazy. And then I'm also hearing that they use a lot of woke tropes that are reeling a, a lot of people's emotions into it to make it seem like it's really written okay, good okay. when it's not. Okay, got you. So I'll, I'll, I'll judge it for myself, you know. Contract has a contract with YouTube. Our brand, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I would not be surprised. Absolutely. Oh, Comcast. Ooh. These companies are liars. Oh, shout out shout out to our our um moderators. moderators. Right. I think they should get a book. They should get a book. So all the moderators, you know who you are. Urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. We have to send you an advanced copy for, for the work you do here to help us with this process here. Facts. Dot you don't know Michi dot dot you don't know Michi dot. Is somebody named Michi Dot? No, or are you saying you don't know Michi Dot? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> commas, commas are important. Commas are very important. Uh, were you guys able to attend the Ascension? No, we were busy this weekend. No, we didn't attend the Ascension we conference, but I heard it was amazing. Oh, we were busy cooking this up, yeah. making sure we had everything in place, books coming in, this, that, orders, online building websites, uh, doing uh, commercials and we got a lot of stuff rolling out so we didn't get a chance to uh, go see the brothers but I heard they put on a hell of a, uh, a conference and speaking of that I know King Simon will be there this Sunday uh, with his conference uh, Kamani and his wife and a few other people oh. will be at St. Francis oh. go to kingsimon.com or kingsimonproductions.com because I know King Simon, this is his time, uh, this is his Sunday, and he's going to put on a hell of a event that I know will get the people back in the building. So uh, look forward to that. Shout out to King Simon and, and, and all that he does for the community. Shout out to Red Pill, Blue Pill, uh, Brother Rich, and everybody who put their energy into moving the community forward with information, and my man Amir, Red Pill's son, birthday is today. Shout out Amir, turn 12. That's my dude. That's my dude, he turned 12. And Uncle's real proud of you, so it is what it is. Dope. Um, Somebody's asked, is there a graphic novel in the future of Urban X? I don't know, I'm not opposed to anything, man. I'm not opposed to anything. If especially you're a graphics can, designer... Especially because being creative... Like, if I'm you want to turn us into characters... Somebody said, that, um, Undercover Brother 2, they, they talk about a drug called Woke. I gotta see it. Undercover Brother 2 is they, coming they, out? But Eddie Griffin's not in it. Ugh. I hate when they do that. Anytime, is Dave Chappelle in it? 
I'm not sure. Anytime they do a, a sequel that's over 10 years, yeah. it's never good. Yeah. Every time yeah. they try to... Yo, we were talking about this because the new uh, Terminator movie came out and the guy, it was like a $100 million loss. Yeah, yeah they took a beating. They, they took, a beating. took a beating. And I was talking about how the fact that if the movie is not a superhero movie, Marvel movie, or uh, a reboot, it's, it's not going to do very Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Like, I don't know the last original movie I went to see. Facts. They're, like Think about that. Get Out. That was original. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Other than right. that, yeah. maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dot or Malcolm is is the is there another black podcast type show that stars can interview with besides Vlad TV? Yeah. Well, Lord Jamal's podcast. Lord Jamal's podcast, but he's kind of you know connected to Vlad. Yeah. Since he does go on Vlad, so if you're trying to just cut Vlad off altogether, um, you know somebody has to fill that void. Uh, Vlad is well connected And you know I, I, Like I said I, Some of the people he interviewed I'm interested in So I try to just tune him out As much as possible yeah. And get the information Because we are in the age of information I don't want to throw the baby out With the bathwater so yeah, his, yeah His best interviews are people who um, He knows he's not doing better than Yes When he feels like he, he knows more than you He'll try to like yeah, get yeah, in Yeah 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 Absolutely yeah. Um, he he did an interview with Matt Barnes and it was dope. I liked it. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Like Matt Barnes, yeah, he Matt was, Barnes put hands on Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher, yeah, that was dope. Fucking around with his kids and shit. Yeah, 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 put hands on that nigga. Million dollars worth the game. Never heard of it. Comedy hype. I watch comedy hype. I do watch comedy hype. They interview a lot of like people that was in TV shows. Like, Yo, I wonder what happened to him. And then oh, okay, okay. They interview him. A lot of comedians. They give you. Because there's a lot of comic beef that happens. Ah, okay. Yeah, especially in the black comic circuit. It's kind of ill. Okay, okay. So, uh, I think with that being said... With that being said, let me just say one more time. Go pre-order. Please. Urban Excellence, Unveiling Extraordinary Stories by Everyday People by me. Malcolm my, my debut. X Bowser. This is his debut my project. Debut project. It's a work of love and labor. Uh, go to Amazon right now. It's get in this. the description below. You can pre-order right now. Pre-order right now. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, tell for a the friend. people who pre-order, email us your receipt. Yes. And we will send you a free shirt. At urbanx.nyc at gmail. At gmail. Email us the receipt. You know what I'm saying? And we are going to send you and your shirt size. Yes. We're going to send you a shirt that's only exclusive to that. So with that being said, thank you for our subscribers, for our new subscribers. Thank you. Uh, don't forget to tell a friend about our channel. Um, for the people who are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Yes. Uh, tune in, iHeart. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, don't forget to leave a review if you you know feel ever so inclined. Yes, on, on the podcast. On the Absolutely. podcast. You know what I'm saying? That definitely helps us uh, reach new people. And uh, with that being said... We out of here. Peace. Peace. Champagne. All that. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I 
logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy yay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rob. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rob. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been weeping what he showed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.